Hi sister, welcome to Women's Collective Consciousness Podcast. I am Riven Fabrianti. I am your host for this podcast, also founder of Women's Collective Consciousness, a mother, menstrual cycle coach, and a lover of embodying movement. I am here to empower women to remember and reclaim their power of the wisdom and the magic as a cyclical being. Through a juicy conversation around women's cycle, health, wellness, and well-being. Before we begin, I would like to acknowledge the tradition custodian of this land where I record this podcast. I pay my respect to the elders past, present, and future. I also like to acknowledge to everyone who is listening to this podcast. And my hope for every woman who is listening to this podcast is to always remember that you are belonging being a woman in your skin, in your body, in your temple. Doesn't matter what stage of life you are in. And for today's episode, I bring you very special guest, Monique Dixon, I am so thrilled to having her here with us for a juicy conversation around women's hormone and how we can improve and balance our hormone. Before we begin, can you just tell the listener who you are and what do you do? Thank you so much, Ray. Hi, everyone. I'm Monique. Um, who am I? That's such a big question. I I always like to say, like first and foremost, I'm a mother to my four children who we are attempting to unschool here in rural New Zealand and then I'm a wife my partner sometimes I'm a wife first sometimes I'm a wife second um and then after all that then I am a woman's hormonal health coach where I help women balance their hormones and get to the root cause of their imbalance and yeah make help them make massive change in their life because hormonal imbalance is no fun to live with so yeah that's what I do and that's who I am like in a really short capacity Amazing. Oh my God. Mother of four. What a wonder woman. <laughs> I haven't got it all together all the time, but I also don't expect myself to, so that's okay. Yeah, totally. Um, Monique, what day are you on your cycle today? And in oh. what phase are you in womanhood? Oh, that's such a good question. So I'm, I actually had to look it up before when we were talking because I actually don't always know. And that's like this massive myth that like you don't have to know what day of your cycle you're on all the time, but it's kind of like good to have a bit of a rough gauge. Anyway, I just counted on the calendar because I haven't even put it on my app this cycle. I'm actually day 12. So I'm leading up into ovulation. I have quite a regular 28, 29 day cycle. And I normally wear a temp drop on my arm to take my temperature. So I know when I like, have ovulated, but I just haven't got around to changing the battery. So that's why it's not on the app. And that's why I have to count the days of my calendar, which is seven really old school so I'm day 12 I'm coming into ovulation I was just saying to you before like normally ovulation is this really high energy time that I can literally do all of the things in my life that are required for me with ease and flow and keep everyone happy and just like give so much to them but today I woke up and I was like oh I'm a little bit I feel a little bit drained and this is real weird for me around ovulation and and so I'm trying to accept that, but I'm also getting really curious as to why am I feeling like this? What have I done or what have I not done in my life? Where are my hormones at? And so, yeah, I'm just sitting with that today because it's like not much fun when you're expecting to have all this really high energy to get through your life. And like, I love this phase of my cycle. And then to kind of be robbed from it a little bit, I'm like, oh, damn, what did I do? Got to get to the root cause of this. Why am I feeling like this? I need to get my energy back. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Claire has always said, when you feel that line in a relation, there is some ovulation shadow is going around the corner that we just got to find out the cause. And then sometimes it's hormone, sometimes it's something else. So you know what? You never know. And that's okay. Yeah, I so get that. And so, yeah, it's okay to sit with that and beat and to know that it's not okay. Um, and then you can ask me what season of womanhood I'm in. So mm-hmm. I'm smack bang in my motherhood season. I've got, um, so my children are seven, five, four, and nearly two. So I'm just in that like young kid stage of, of motherhood. And yeah, like it requires a lot from me. My business is in that growth stage as well. So it's kind of like exciting times, but requires a lot from one human being. Oh, for sure. It's a lot going on in your life at the moment. Oh, my God. Um, Well, I'm also on my diet and my cycle today. So I'm just coming out from my cocoon. Um, And then also, I'm just coming back from India last week. And my ear, it's got like, you know how you got the jet like ding, 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 ding. Uh, so I went to the GP yesterday and then they found out I got some barotrauma in my ear loop. So I feel like I'm on my spring, but I feel like autumn because I was like, I can't hear, you know, like I can hear it, but sometimes it's just like a block kind of thing. And then it's like already last week. So I'm feeling good mentally, but physically I was like, what do you say? Hang on, just give me a moment. I need to take it easy because I feel like a deaf lady right now. Oh man, that's hard, especially coming out of your cocoon when your energy normally is like rising and like it's quite fun and playful to be feeling like a little bit like you're in your autumn. It's kind of a big change. Yeah, yeah, totally. Alrighty, uh, Monique, let's get into our juicy conversation today. So you mentioned about you are a hormonal imbalance coach. So can you explain more what is hormonal imbalance for women? Yeah, absolutely. So I might start with what hormonal balance is and kind of what it feels like. I'm sure you've talked about it already on the podcast, like those four seasons of the cycle um, and how our hormones, like they ebb and they flow. We generally feel quite tired on our bleed. And then as we go into our spring, that maiden phase, we're feeling quite like our energy is rising and it's because our estrogen is rising. It's giving us this more like outward energy. And then we kind of peak energy over ovulation typically. And then after ovulation, like we lose estrogen. So we lose that outward energy and we start to feel a bit more inward and like, like we need more time for ourselves. And then like just before we get our period, sometimes we have this rush of energy. We want to like get everything done, like tidy the house, like declutter the kitchen cupboards. And then we slow down and we go into a bleed. And that bleed is like um, five to seven days long. I'm sorry, three to seven days long. We don't lose more than 80 mils of blood. It's not too painful. Like it doesn't disrupt our normal day-to-day living. And so if that is you, then it's likely that your hormones are quite balanced because you are having this ebb and this flow. Your menstrual cycle is not too painful. You're not getting any pain around ovulation. But some key signs that I am seeing is that women, they feel tired on their bleed, which is totally fine. Sometimes they're in a lot of pain, which is an indication that there's some kind of deep hormonal issue going on. Then they come out of their period. They feel like most women feel quite good in that spring of that maiden phase where their, their hormones are getting up, they're, they're getting higher, the energy is coming. And then they hit ovulation. And just like I talked about before, I'm not feeling that great, but a lot of women, and I don't know why it is, but like nearly everyone that comes to me, 
just doesn't feel good around ovulation. And that's a real big red flag in my brain and my training because it means that we've probably got too much estrogen and too much inflammation in our body as to why that is happening. And that could be from like there's more causes, like that's like the symptom that we're having in our body. And there's heaps of root causes that you can go into as to why that is happening. And then what's happening is after ovulation, they have a couple of days of like like a breather, oh, they feel a bit better. And then they get into that autumn phase where our progesterone is high, we've lost all of our estrogen and they feel rubbish again, but not so rubbish physically. It's more emotionally. They feel, oh, they're just, they're spent, they're resentful, they're angry, they've got all these PMS symptoms. That um, and that is another big red flag in my training in my brain. I'm like, right, something is going on there. We need to get to the root cause of that. And then they kind of get to their period and then they they start bleeding and then they're like, oh, I feel so much better on my period. And some women have a great period and others have a really um horrendous time on their period. So yeah, they're just a few red flags of what hormonal imbalance is. And it's typically to do with our hormone estrogen, progesterone, and sometimes testosterone can be really thrown out of whack there. So that's what I do. I look at the symptoms a woman has, and then we go really deep into what the root causes are, because the root cause is not actually your symptom women if they've got heavy bleeding they try and like treat the heavy bleeding but it's actually so much more than that we have to go really deep into diet and lifestyle and what actually is going on like kind of in your cellular health of your body so that's what I do in a nutshell right amazing oh my god so that's the hormonal balance and also the hormonal imbalance and then so with this one here with all that you explain. Do you have any um, journey that you go through yourself to know and notice when you feel like you got the hormonal imbalance and then how do you get out of it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So it's not a quick fix. It doesn't happen really fast. Um, I do get asked all the time, how long will it take? Because women want to know at the beginning, because we're a little bit like in our masculine brain, we want to go, how long is this going to take me to get out of this situation? And the short answer is, it's going to take one to two months for every single year of imbalance that you've had. Now, some women have been imbalanced since the day they got their period or their early teenage years. They started to see like signs then and others have just been unbalanced since having children because that kind of resets our hormones sometimes for better sometimes for worse so once you've got a good indication of how long it might take you so it might take you up to like 10 months 20 months if you've been um for a whole 10 years you've been seeing these signs of imbalance and so what we're going to do we're going to go right to the root cause i like to start off with the cells so let me just tell you why that is. And this is uh, kind of like a new piece of my work and it gets me so excited. So women come to me, they've got, say they've got heavy periods. So why have they got heavy periods? And it's because the estrogen is high. So we go, why is your estrogen high? And it's going to go, it's going to be because they've got a copper imbalance inside their cells. So inside our cells, but all these um, minerals and these minerals kind of give energy or give the tools to our cells to replicate to make energy. And if our cells haven't got enough of these minerals, then they can't perform their job. So they're going to have an imbalance in our cells. And that is what's going to throw off the imbalance in our body and our symptoms. Okay. So we're going really, really deep here. So we're going to heal and fix that copper imbalance in the body. And it's not as simple as giving them copper or taking away their copper. Like we have to actually like kind of detox that copper out of their cells. And 
then we have to go, why have you got a copper imbalance? So we've fixed the copper imbalance and now we don't want to continue increasing our copper levels. So we have to look at diet and lifestyle changes as to why that copper was high in the first place. And it, and it often comes back, like 90% of the time, it comes back to our body being in a stressed state all the time. Because when we are stressed, our cells cannot do their job properly of making um, the energy required to make the hormones for our body, right? So we have to address the stress in our life. And that is hard work. But we cannot continue to live life in a really stressed state because it's just wreaking havoc at a cellular level, which is then wreaking havoc at a physical symptom level, which is then wreaking havoc in our in our lifestyle, really. So it's really deep. It's really like a long-term process. But this is how we're going to heal the root cause of our hormonal imbalance. So what happened, you know, let's just say you mom just personally and then they're also just about to get back into their hormone, you know, like um, because some women can have like up to 12 months missing period after postnatal, right? So how do you know how to get them back into their hormonal balance after this big event? Yeah, that's such a good one. So um, if you're exclusively breastfeeding on demand, you, you're right, you won't get your cycle back for quite a long time. Um, for me, it ranged from like 12 months to I think my longest was like 18 or 20 months postpartum with my cycle back. And so are you talking what can you do during that time to rebalance your hormone? Mm-hmm. You're talking about after. Okay, so during that time. So there's so much that we can do. I love this topic, Ray. So first we need to understand that having a baby and giving birth to this baby is really depleting on our body. Like it takes so much energy from us, like emotionally, physically, spiritually. Um, and that is depleting on our on our cellular level. And often we do not we are not met with the right kind of support postnatally as well. So we're even more drained during the newborn season of our life as well. And so what we've got to do, we've got to fill ourselves up. I call it replenishing our body because we are so depleted. We've got to fill up all of our reserves again. Like sometimes we're just so tanked out. And the best place to start is with whole foods and a low like self-compassion for what you've been through and a low like dealing with the stress in your life pretty much as best as you can. So whole foods that are going to replenish you as anything really that is made from nature. But I do put a big emphasis on meat products because they can, they've just got so much more like protein and amino acids in them. They don't wreak havoc with our blood sugar. So a really great place for anyone that is in this time, maybe in their life, is to start with the gentle bone broth. And you can buy that in a powder form to add to your dinners. You can drink it. You can make mix it in a powder. You can buy like a liquid form of bone broth, whatever suits you. That's going to be a really great start in making your body like refill up those reserves. So that's just one food. There's so many foods, right? I'm sure you know um, lots of them, but that's a one just I find is a really great place to start. Yeah, yeah. I remember postnatally, postpastor, mom was making bone broth for like 40 days. Every day I have to take it. <laughs> and also she was making this um like a veggie soup, very, very light, but it's just so nourishing. So yeah, whole food is the best thing after postpartum for sure. And then after that um postpartum time, when they get their period back, because I heard some woman is get it, you know, like one off and then 
nothing for three months or, you know, like two months, nothing, because they just get back into their cycle again. And then is that the okay? case? Is that normal? What is the situation there? Yeah. So, um, so it's like a hormonal trigger in our brain that in our pro- prolactin level. So when our prolactin levels drop away enough, that kind of kickstarts our cycle. So when you are like tend to breastfeed less, like the baby is having more solids, then that'll decrease the prolactin levels in your brain and that'll kickstart off your cycle again. What you need to know is that, so you ovulate first and then you get your period. So that's what catches a lot of women out. They think they haven't got their cycle back, but then they actually do ovulate before they get their period. So you can get pregnant before you get your period. So that's, I suppose, um, what can catch a lot of people out at that time. But if you're aware of your body and you know what your signs of ovulation are, then you can catch that ovulation and abstain or use protection or something so that you don't fall pregnant if if you're not wanting to fall pregnant. And then, so two weeks later, then you get your period. And so then you're saying that people might miss their cycle after that and might not come back again. And that could just simply be because your baby is feeding more again and your prolactin levels are going higher or your body doesn't feel safe enough to ovulate. Like like I was talking about before, if your body is really depleted, you're living in a really stressful state. The first thing that happens is your body actually switches off reproduction because if we're already feeling stressed enough as it is, there's no way that we're going to want to add more stress to our life by conceiving another baby. So sometimes our body just switches that that off if we if it doesn't feel safe enough and it hasn't got enough reserves in order to ovulate and in order to procreate. So it switches off ovulation. So like I was talking before, like lots of whole foods, really nourishing, um, like slow cooked meals are going to bring your reserves back up and also dealing with the stress in your body. But then you asked me, um, if, oh, it doesn't quite come back. And so hopefully that will bring your cycle back, but it might not be what it used to be because having a baby can reset our hormonal pattern in our life. So what I'd say, like I say, give it three cycles and that will kind of, be like your new normal okay because it takes this egg that we're ovulating out it takes three months that egg to kind of like finish the final stages of ovulation so the first one might not be like that great the second one might be a little bit better but the third one might be great by that stage because you've given yourself three cycles so just hang in there like be kind to yourself eat nourishing foods and wait three cycles before you do do anything Mm, mm, yeah yeah guys just giving yourself a time um so what is the journey here for you to reclaiming that health as a woman because you are already expert on it but what is your journey oh well it hasn't always been like this and I'm sure that's what every expert says like we've all been on our own personal journey to get to where we are now so mine kind of starts like when I was younger all I ever wanted to be was a mother. Like I'm the eldest of six children. My mum was a stay-at-home mum for all of us. And like, honestly, that was my dream to raise my children on the farm. So I had my first child and it was so exciting. I felt so great. I couldn't wait for my next one. Anyway, so then we had we were with another child. So we had two. I had like two in two years. It was ridiculous. And I I just burnt out. I just couldn't do it all. And I honestly thought that I was the only one that wasn't keeping up with the Joneses and doing all of the things. And it turned out that I was pushing myself so hard. Like I look back on photos of myself now and I am skinny. I am ragged. I am like, my face is like sagging. I've just got nothing in me. I've just depleted myself so, so much. And the, like the good girl, the good student in me was like, I know what to do. 
I'll just, I'll do some fasting because if you fast, then you get energy back. And like, that didn't work. I was like, I know what, I'll do more exercise because everyone knows if you do exercise, you get more energy back. So that didn't work either. I was like, I know what, I'll get up at five o'clock in the morning because everyone's safe, but like join the 5 a.m. club and you'll get up and you'll have more energy. I tried that and that didn't work. And it took me this long to realize that women don't work in the same way that men do. And men kind of develop all of these like how-to guides that I was following back then. Like they were the big names in the medical and the health industry. And I was trying to do what they were saying and it wasn't working. And so eventually I turned to women's hormone health experts and they said like women are so different from men. We don't need what they need. Our needs are so different. Our energy is different. You've had a baby. They haven't. You need to like replenish your reserves. And so I found hormonal health and I just fell in love with it because I replenished my reserves. I did all the things they told me to do and my life was so much better. It was so much easier. It was in fact so much easier that I've gone on to have two more children and I've got more energy than ever. I'm more energized. I've got more presence to be with them. I can do more things with them. Like we're homeschooling. So like it's just another layer of complexity to my life. But I on the whole handle it really well. And that's because I feel myself really well. I deal with my stress in my life. I am really um aware of how I feel in each phase of my menstrual cycle. And I tend to not go outside of that and push through like I used to. Like I used to just, like my period was annoying. I just, it was annoying. It slowed me down. I didn't feel as good. So I would just push through. And that only added to my stress, to my hormone imbalance, to my depletion. So I'm on that massive journey and I fell in love with it so much that I had to train about it, of course, because that's what you do. And now I just want to shout this message from the rooftops and help so many women who I see out there right now who are depleted, who are pushing through, who've got all these hormonal imbalance symptoms, and they just think this is normal. This is what it's like to be a mother in this world now and and they say to me oh well, my mother had heavy periods so that's why I've got heavy periods and I'm like no no that's not what it's like you can change you can make like massive lifestyle diet changes and get to the root cause you can wake up with energy and they just think I just don't know if I can do that and like, yes you can I'm going to encourage you and I'm going to shout it to everybody that I can see this is what it's like to be a mother it's not supposed to be exhausting as what we seem to make it Yeah, I always agree with that. I just saw some video on Instagram actually a few days ago. This mom was crying in a podcast interview because she's just doing so much. And I think I was just like, well, I think this is the time for male to wake up and then seeing us as a female that we need help. We can't wear the pants. Like, I mean, like we are wearing a pants this day, not just a skirt, but yeah, like we just need that help because if you treat us to wearing a pants all the time, when our period is coming, we need to rest. That's just the rules. We need to rest. And if you can't hold the space for us, female, to rest during our period, we will pushing it through. We will gonna keep that pants up, and then we're just gonna pushing it through all the way. And but we gotta pay the price for sure, which is that the heavy period the next month, or you know, like that the hormonal imbalance, the pain period, the um, PCOS, and then all this stuff is coming up, and then we don't want that. So, male, please help us to be a woman and. Hold the space for us to just be there 
Oh, absolutely. We had a lovely conversation about this on, on my podcast because you have been on my podcast and you talked about how you have like educated your partner to be like that. Just like you're saying, he is amazing with you. And But I feel like he didn't just do that on his own. Like I feel like you planted the seed there. You asked what you needed, you encouraged, you supported and you let him like stand up. I like, I feel like we have to start with us as women, which is really hard because we're in a depleted state, but we need to stop and say, hey, no, I, um, I want a different way of life and this is what I want. And so it all starts with us, which is a lot of responsibility and it can feel like a burden, honestly. You're living it, I'm living it on the other side. We have got these partners who are incredibly supportive. They know where we are in our cycle, sometimes more than we do. And they they work with it and it's just enriched our lives by so much more. So yeah, it is a hard message that it does start with us. And when it feels like we're already doing so much, but honestly, living on the other side, it's it's like, it's so amazing, isn't it? I can like, and I know you have an incredible relationship with your partner because you have given him like the opportunity to stand up and be the man and look after you when you need it. Yeah, I'm always telling him, um, don't push my pot. Jump in into the pot with me. And then if we fall, we're going to fall. We're going to get up together. So stop pushing my butt. <laughs> Heal it. Yeah. Mm. All righty. Um, Monique, can you give any tips for the listener if they feel like they have heavy period or they might feel like their hormonal is just out of the whack at the moment? What is the best three tips that you can give it to the listeners right now to start their journey? Oh, yes, absolutely. So I can't break it all down to three tips, but I can give you a really good head start. And the first one is to stop treating the symptom. So you've got a headache, you take a painkiller for that headache. Like that's not going to treat your headache. It's going to like wipe your headache away and not have you feel the headache, but it's not going to get to the root cause of your headache. So stop treating the symptoms that you are seeing. So like the acne on your skin, the weight gain, the heavy periods, the like exhaustion like we can't just keep treating what we're seeing the next one that I'm going to say is like recognize that you are probably depleted and it's going to take a little bit of time to get to where you want to go so stop like reaching for the pill again like that there's no one supplement that's going to fix what you are trying to treat here you have to go really deep you have to be really kind to yourself and make sure that you know it's going to be a long journey, especially if you've been like de- depleted or imbalanced for a really long time. Um, and the third one is to get some support because it's really hard to make change in our life. And you probably already know the changes that you need to make as a woman. Like this is like there's nothing revelationary or nothing like new about the stuff that I teach. But what I do give you, or anyone, any good practitioner will give you the encouragement, the support and the guidance through the tough times that you can keep at this change, and then you will see results. So, yeah, that's my three things to Mm. acknowledge, um, to stop feeling the symptom, to acknowledge that it will take time and stop popping the pills, and to find some kind of support to get you through it because, yeah, it's really hard on your own. Mm-hmm. I think the support is a really big one as well. So, yeah, get your Ali and then put everyone on your pot. So, <laughs> that's a good one. Um, and before we wrap up, what is the three things you are grateful for being a woman? Ah, oh, this is such a lovely one. Uh, my first one is to have babies. Like, it's such a privilege to carry the baby, create the baby, and birth the baby as a woman. Um, the next one is like to receive 
like we we're just so good at receiving like whether it be love or or compliments or gifts we actually can sit in this really special place of receiving that I feel like the men really struggle to sit in um and the third one I think is connection with other women I think that's a real gift we've just got such strong social bonds um that I just don't think the men have as strong as what we are able to hold in our body so that's the three things I love about being a woman Mm, mm, I love those three too. Ah, oh, I feel really good to hear that. Well, Monique, we all we are in the end of our conversation already. Ooh-hoo. So before we wrap this up, if the listener would like to find you, where they can find you? Oh, on Instagram is my favorite place to be. I and my DMs always open for anyone to have a chat with me. It's the best place to come and have a chat, get to know me. I'd love to know your story, where you're at, and what symptoms you are struggling with. So send me a DM. Awesome. I will put Monique Instagram on the show note. Also, we'll put Monique podcast on the show notes because we have really juicy conversation on her podcast. So thank you again for jumping in today, Monique. Thank you so much. I've so enjoyed it. I love telling about this stuff and you just provide such a lovely space. So thank you for having me. Mm, Sister, thank you for joining us for powerful podcast episode. Don't forget to check out our Instagram at Women's Collective Consciousness for the update of our next event, Women's Circle Workshop and Gathering based in Melbourne, Australia. I also have a free gift for you to start your menstrual cycle journey. Check out our website www.womanscollectiveconsciousness.com to reclaim free guide how to cycle chart. If you enjoy to listen to this podcast, please share it with other women in your life. And I always learning, thriving, and evolving. So don't forget to leave a review and feedback. Thank you, beautiful.